0: Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Welcome to Treasures of Truth podcast. Brother Jeremy here, and uh, man, I appreciate you listening today. And I hope we'll say something that'll be a blessing to you. I want to go to the book of Matthew, Matthew's Gospel, chapter number 6, right in the middle of the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, these are some great verses uh, in the Word of God. And I love Matthew six thirty three. It's one of my favorites in the Bible. It says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God, and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Verse 34 said, Take therefore no thought for the morrow. Take no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. It's very important here. Now, I know you're interested in a daily walk with God, or you probably wouldn't be listening to the podcast today. This is probably part of your routine, and I hope it is. If it's not, I'd like for it to become part of your routine. I've got folks that tell me, I listen to you every day, and I love that. Some people read their Bible every day, pray every day, uh, certain routines. Well, i say this about your walk with God. It is a daily walk. It's so important to have structure when it comes to your walk with God. Uh, The Bible said earlier in verse number 11, give us this day our daily bread right there in the pattern prayer of the Lord Jesus. He said, when you pray, this is how you ought to pray. And you know, most people of the day and hour we live in, and I don't know if it's just this day and hour, it's probably been every day and hour because it's all through the Word of God about worry, but there's no doubt about it. The hour that we live in right now, there are people that are perpetual worriers, I mean, if they see a fly crawling up a wall, they're apt to worry, lest that tiny creature suffer a heart attack before it reaches the top. I mean, they worry about everything. And Jesus is teaching that today should not be ruined by the anxious dread of what might come tomorrow. That's what he's talking about in verse 34. Don't ruin today. By worrying about tomorrow, you know, a lot of people, they fret over the future or they fret over the past and they don't enjoy the present. They've either got their mind stuck 20 years back where they made a mistake or they're worried about what's going to happen in the next few days and they don't enjoy God today. It's so important to have a daily walk with God. In verse number 11, the answer, he said, live for the present. Enjoy it to the fullest. Do the best job you can for your master. Today's experiences, you know, will strengthen you for whatever tomorrow comes. Give us this day our daily bread. Yesterday is dead. Tomorrow is not yet born. You need to live one day at a time. In fact, James said, life is but a vapor which appeareth for a little while and then vanish away. The have you really, have you really ever thought about what life is? Have you ever really thought about what life is? I know we have life in pictures, and uh, you know, every now and again on social media, my memories will pop up, but that's really just the past. Life, life is what God is. God is in the present. Okay, we have a past, present, and future. God has a present. Everything's present. He's ever-present. And the truth is that life is only the present. And when you really get it down to it, it's only a second. It's just a moment, an instant. And then that's gone. That's in the past. Everything I've already said for the last few minutes as I'm recording is already in my past. The only thing I've got right now is this second. This second, this second, this second, life is a vapor. It's just a moment, a second, an instant, and 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 things that we uh, that we are uh, troubled over that we did in the past. You cannot go back and do a thing about that. And everything that we worry about that could happen, you understand that the majority of those things never come to fruition. They never happen. I, I, I dare say probably 90% of what we worry about doesn't happen the way we think it's going to happen. We always see, you know, the, how large it's going to be and how it's going to just be a catastrophe. And uh, But a lot of times it's not that way at all. And so we, we, we fear about tomorrow. We fret about the past. And in the meantime, we're living a failure in the, in the present. And the present is really all you've got. You can't do anything about yesterday, and you don't know that you've got tomorrow. Proverbs 27.1, boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. We don't know that we've got tomorrow. So we need to make today count. We need to make actually not even today because I may not even have the rest of my day. I may not even have the rest of my day. I need to make this second count. I need to live for God in this second. I need to love my family in this second. I need to have the right spirit in this second and this next second, and this next second, because that's what life is. Life is an instant. It's a vapor. It's, it's here, and then it's gone. It's here, and then it's gone. But if you line enough up of those moments, then your life is going to be great. If if you fail in the moment, then you're going to add up to a failure for a lifetime. But the life you have is really just right this second. That's why every word should be important to us. That's why every thought should be important to us. That's why every action should be important to us, because right now is all I've got. Yesterday's dead. Tomorrow's not yet born. Live one day at a time. And it's a miserable life to sit around and worry about tomorrow and waste today. I've said this many times over the years, as a pastor. And I believe it. It's a great, it's a great saying. And some people feel bad when when they feel good, because they know it won't be long until they feel bad again. <laughs> I'm gonna say that again. Some people feel bad while they feel good because it won't be they know it won't be long until they feel bad again. Jesus is saying in this passage, live your life daily. And there's four things that you need to do day by day, day by day. The first one is referenced right here in verse number 11 of Matthew 6. Give us this day our daily bread. We, every day, need daily bread. That that's, refers, of course, to the physical, but it also re- refers to the spiritual. We are both physical beings and spiritual beings. Every day my physical body needs food to survive. I've been on a diet uh, for some time now. the doctors put me on a low sodium diet because I've had so many kidney stones over the years and they they believe that uh, they're calcium oxalate stones and so the first thing they did they cut out all the oxalates in my diet about three or four years ago. and I was making I, I made two large stones. Uh, I sound like that's an accomplishment I made <laughs> uh, but anyway my body produced my kidneys produced two large stones about four years ago that were 17 millimeters apiece and that's a that's like two marbles uh, side by side in my right kidney and I had four surgeries in 12 days. Well during that time the doctor told me he said we're going to cut out all your oxalates. He said I want you to go on a low oxalate diet I said and four what's oxalates and then he lured the boom on me and i cried and i i whined like a little girl no i didn't uh, i began to uh, change some things he said i don't want you to eat any chocolate oh he said i don't want you to eat any peanut butter well there went reesey cups right Butterfingers. he said i don't want you to drink any dark sodas i love cheer wine he said i don't want you to drink any coffee no sweet tea No red meat, no nuts of any kind. Well, I did that, and I started making smaller stones. So it did work. He did tell me then, he said, I I believe it's a problem with the sodium too. He said, but let's just try the oxalates, and then we'll go from there. Well, recently they put me on low sodium. And so I only get 15 milligrams of sodium a day, which means I eat a lot of cardboard. (laughs) And uh, I, I, it's been difficult, but the Lord's helped me. It took me about three weeks. I've adjusted. Everything's great. One good thing is my blood pressure's down twenty five points. What a blessing! But one thing Rebecca told me just last night, she said, "You just eat to survive, now, don't you?" I said, "That's right." But you know, there's there's a truth to that. Uh, you know that that we we have to eat to survive. Your body needs physical food to survive. And the truth is your spirit needs spiritual food to survive. We wonder so many times why the world, the flesh, and the devil are getting the upper hand and having victory in our life. It's because the new man is laying in the ditch, half dead from spiritual starvation. If I was to ask each of Uh, You right now, when's the last time you ate? Very few of us would say over six hours ago. Most of us stuff ourselves for dinner, then eat a little something after church. And then we uh, go back after church uh, or eat a little something before church on Sunday evening and then eat again after church on Sunday night. When's the last time you fed your spiritual man like that? You ought to try it this week. Just this week, this whole next seven days, I want you on the next seven days to just three good meals is all I want you to eat. In seven days, three good meals. Try that for a seven-day period with your physical body. Eat all you can in those three meals, but that's all I want you to eat. You're going to struggle. You're going to have headaches. You're going to have stomach aches. You may pass out. How do we expect to survive on three good meals a week spiritually? There's people in our churches, number one, that don't even come three times a week. There's people in our churches that if they do come three times a week, that's all they get spiritually. They never pick up their Bible. They never pray. They never seek the face of God during the week. If you can't survive physically on three meals a week, how do we expect to survive spiritually on three meals a week. When I hear that term daily bread, he said, give us this day our daily bread. I automatically think about Exodus chapter 16, where that manna fell. Now, I don't want you to miss the next podcast. I'm going to cut off today and come back on the next podcast and talk more about this daily walk with God and this daily bread, because I don't want you to miss that tomorrow and we're going to give you a few more thoughts. But I want you to, I want to encourage you today. Live in the present. Live right now your best life. Because you can't do anything about yesterday. It's dead. You can't do anything about tomorrow. It's not yet born. But right now, you have the opportunity to do something for God. In this second, you have the opportunity to be salt. You have the opportunity to be light. You're the light of the world. You're the salt of the earth. Make a difference for Jesus. If you're planning for tomorrow, make sure in your plans it is to get up in the morning, pray, seek the face of God, read your Bible, get filled with the Holy Ghost, and make each moment tomorrow count. Give us this day our daily bread, a daily walk with God. Don't miss the next Treasures of Truth podcast. And until then, God bless you.